Kicking and Streaming Podcast is brought to you by Cafe 1804. Premium Haitian coffee now available online at cafe1804.com. That's cafe, K-A-F-E, 1804.com. So, yeah, it was binge watching extravaganza for me. <laughs> As you said last week. Yeah. But hey, I'm glad we actually we actually decided to do this because I think it's a little series worth talking about. I agree. Mm-hmm. And uh without you I never would have heard of it or anything cuz it it never came up in any of my like recommendations or I never saw a trailer for it. I'm I'm actually amazed that Netflix had not gotten onto that one earlier in and it actually took Drake, the rapper, to sort of like become a pest about it. Yeah, uh-huh. that's completely fascinating to me. The whole backstory to the series. I mean, the series itself, of course, the stories and everything in the series are cool. But what was going on in, you know, quote unquote, real life behind the scenes is just it's kind of wackadoo and very cool all at the same it time. Is, it is an amazing thing. It's absolutely fantastic. And so we are going to talk about it and uh, just so, you know, people listening to us will be like, what the hell they're talking about? Um, (laughs) 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 So we are referring to our episode today. It's all about Top Boy. And no, it's not some, you know, sexual thing. <laughs> yeah. No, it it's not it's not that. It doesn't have anything to do with cars. It doesn't have anything to do with toys. <laughs> <laughs> it is about one of the most sensational uh, little shows I've seen, uh, especially coming out of Britain and with a lot of diversity and it tells a story that most people don't know about uh about life in london yes. this is kicking and streaming podcast a binge watcher's guide to streaming movies tv series and stuff here are your hosts graham and jocelyn let us formally start by saying hello everyone welcome to another episode of kicking and streaming my name is Graham. The introduction must have told you that, but again, must still, I feel uh, compelled to repeat that to you. <laughs> I don't know why, but you know, ego. <laughs> and politeness. Of course. <laughs> and um, with me, of course, on the other side, the very reason this podcast exists, she is my co-host, the best one one could ever ask for. Her name is Jocelyn, also known as Aunt Jojo. Howdy do. Howdy <laughs> And again, we are very happy to be here with you today because we um, would like to help you discover one more show. As you know, we are your curators of whatever is streaming. And yes, we have been on a a uh, long Netflix trip <laughs> lately. Um, but, you know, no one can deny that the majority of the streaming content existing today is on Netflix. 
because they'll pay for everything and they'll put on everything, isn't it? Yes. Except what they want. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Except what they want. <laughs> you are absolutely right. Uh, and therefore today we are talking about Top Boy. Um, let's just go straight into the background of Top Boy, right, uh, Jocelyn? Yes. Um, this is a British uh, crime drama series and it was, it started back in 2011 uh, for Channel 4 in England and it stars a couple of uh, real life, in real life, these uh, two guys are uh, very successful rappers and actors. Uh, we are talking about Ashley Walters, who is also known as Asher D. And we're talking about Kane Robinson, also known as Kano or Kano, uh, his, his rapper name, right? And this is, there's a little bit of almost on the same vibe as The Wire, so if you like The Wire, right, Jocelyn, of course, I, I think pretty much the entire USA likes The Wire, liked yes. The Wire, yes. then you will, be, you will be tempted to watch this show. Yeah, it's, there's a very similar vibe, um, not in the sense of plagiarism or anything like that, but just, you know, the way things work out. Sometimes shows are similar to each other, um, but... It's a it's a similar vibe and a similar, I guess, uh, grittiness would be the right word. Yes, yes, you're absolutely right. That, that's that's sort of what there is there. A little bit of um, plight and misery and in in all kinds of social justice and injustice in every kind in, in every kind of way. And um, so the show had only. It sounds pretty much like The Wire, right? Like a very successful show with it, with with it, with the audience, but for some reason, it gets dropped, right? Yes. Uh, in 2013, it got dropped after two seasons, but the show was insanely popular in 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 England, and so it seems that Drake, rapper Drake, also known as Aubrey Drake Graham discovers the show and falls in love with it and starts basically pestering for the show to make a comeback. And um, obviously it wasn't happening. It wasn't happening until Drake decided, you know what? I'm going to invest in the show as long as the original actors, the original protagonists uh, will come back. Yes. And that's how we got now. So basically, if you go to Netflix to watch Top Boy now, it will say Top Boy Season 1, right? But in yes. reality, it is Top Boy Season 3 after a six-year hiatus. What Netflix has decided to do is that they rebranded the origin episodes as Top Boy Summer House and then named this new news part of the series just Top Boy. So I have to ask Jocelyn, how did you like Top Boy? I enjoyed it very much. I, I do have to admit that because of the British accents and the Jamaican accents, I had to turn on closed captioning. <laughs> 
because I, I was I was so lost with with a lot of the British accents, and I've had to do this a lot lately with British TV shows and occasionally American TV shows, which is just another sign that I'm getting old. Um, <laughs> but but this one, I I, I kind of sat there for the first five minutes, and I kept having to back it up because I was like, "What did he say? What did he say? What did?" Wait, what? Huh? <laughs> That's so funny. It's like, oh, screw it. I'm just going to admit that I don't understand and I'm going to put on closed captioning. <laughs> but once closed captioning was on, then I was like, oh, I get it now. Okay. <laughs> so, yes, that's embarrassing to admit, but um, you know, it if if it <laughs> it helped me definitely because I was I was I was floundering for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's crazy because that's when I started watching it because the new series actually starts sort of like in between Jamaica and, and London. And when they were in Jamaica, they were full blown patois on you. <laughs> and so I kept yes. thinking, I wonder if Jocelyn is understanding all this. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought about texting you, hey, do, 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 do you need some help with the Jamaican patois? <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Well, close captioning saved the day because I <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was it was it was but it was good though and it was um I definitely learned a lot about or I feel that I learned a lot that I had no idea was uh, about um Britain and about London. And being a white person, I obviously don't know a whole lot about the, the, the black experience, you know, except what I can experience as an outsider. But I would think that it would be different for um, people in a different country. Obviously, it's going to be a different experience than, than what happens here in America, just due to background differences and that sort of thing. But I was expecting more of a difference. I was expecting there to be less racism. I was expecting there to be less crappiness, yeah. I don't know how else to put it, than there is here. And apparently it doesn't matter um, wherever you are. If you're brown or black, then, you know, everybody hates you. So um, yeah. that was eye-opening for me very much so because I really thought the Brits were less racist. Well, well, he, I, I remember there, there was a, <laughs> there's a British comedian named uh, Gina Yashere, a very funny girl. Uh, she's of, of Nigerian descent, of course, and uh, <laughs> she said that uh, moving to America was sort of easy for me. And you would think, well, why would you say that? Because here in America, black people experience a lot of racism. And she's like, yes, just like in Britain, but with a bit of politeness. <laughs> 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 Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's all there, and um, it's just that they're like extremely polite about it, and sometimes it's just like, yeah, nigga, I know you've been a racist motherfucker right now, <laughs> you know, but you've been so cute about it, I ain't even, I ain't even gonna say anything, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, I mean, like being a dude that. Um, in in the nineties, I had a lot of encounters with British folks, and I dated their daughters and stuff. It was, you know, it was a it was it was that it was kind of weird because when you felt like 
there was a weirdness in the air. There was an awkwardness in the air. But everybody's doing their best to make it look like we're all cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? As opposed to as opposed to here in the US, you know, the awkwardness is palpable and you know nobody knows how to go about it. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. It's just that it's just that Brits know exactly the right things to say, the right way to behave in order, in order for them not to appear to be harshly racist. And then, you know, after, after you're gone, then it's a completely different thing. But let's get back to, let's get back to the show. Uh, it's just, I wanted to make this little parenthesis here. Uh, we're going to get into the cast because it's a very, very interesting and diverse cast. But, the story itself is one that catches your attention from the very beginning, isn't it? Yes. Um, the reason why is because, again, I don't know if this is something that that is innately British in terms of how uh, British authors, the British writers and screenwriters write their shows, but... I feel like there is always a vested interest in the writer to make you not only know the characters, but understand where they're coming from in that nobody is 100% bad guy and mm -hmm. nobody is 100% the good guy, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And so yeah, the, this is what we see here, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the British writers, I feel, are... are perhaps a bit more nuanced about it than some Americans. You don't really get slapped in the face with examples. It, you're, you're more led to this conclusion yourself right. or to this understanding yourself as opposed to, you know, having a whole backstory scene that explains it in black and white as to why this person isn't a hundred percent bad or isn't a hundred percent good. So I, I think the Brits have a little bit more of a, I, I don't know if maybe it's a respect for their audience or, or what, then that they, they're like, okay, we're, we're going to explain to you exactly what this person is going through. And we're going to give you enough of the benefit of the doubt that you're going to understand what we're talking about. Right. That, that is, that is absolutely right. It's, it, it's not, it's not, we're going to take you back so that you see how it started and why he is the way he is, is that no, 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 no. Let's, let's, it's not a matter of he's bad or, or, or he's good. Let's show you an entire picture. It's more of a three-dimensional picture of the character you're looking at, as opposed to this guy's always done the bad thing, doom, 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 and the police got him and now he's in jail. <laughs> you know, that is, that's, that's that human I feel like it's more like a telling you the story of a human being as opposed to the story of a bad guy, isn't it? Or, yes, exactly. And so if you were to, again, since this is your expertise, I've, I've declared that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> if you were to uh, summarize this, this series for our audience, how would you go about it? What 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 would you put out there for them? Oh boy! Okay, <laughs> well, I'm called an expert now. I've got like the sweats and the shakes. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it it starts in 
it's it's about drugs, which is uh, is called food uh, in the series a lot, which food. I initially found mildly confusing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's about the struggle and the fight to who is going to be top boy in terms of 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 selling, in terms of um, who's going to be the the richest drug dealer on the block. And, um, there's very territorial, there's different territories, there's different sellers. Um, and you have to be careful, you know, which seller you use and who you piss off and don't piss off. And it's a, it's a very tactical game that everyone is playing, um, that sometimes goes terribly wrong. And it, involves whole families or just children and it is about the drug trade and the selling in London and but it's more about that's that's the story but it's about the people who are doing these things and their motivations as to why they're doing them and how they got to this point in their lives that <laughs> that is that is absolutely accurate. This is this is exactly like a game of chess, isn't it? Yes, yes, very tactical. And it is very easy to uh, dismiss drug dealers as just a bunch of brutes that <laughs> are there just to make their money and and in the in the midst of it, you know, kill a lot of people in in stuff. It. It, this show presents it in a very different way in in how how they climb up the top. I feel you know in a way we've always seen organized crime um, like a proper thing of of Italians with the mafia and Omerta and the whole thing, yes. and and then everything else is like a bunch of riffraff criminals that don't know what they're doing and they're just you know uneducated blah blah blah. But this is not the case here in Top Boy. Top Boy takes place in a neighborhood that, you know, you make you make of it what you will, isn't it? Summer House, London Field, is 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 a neighborhood that is primarily of black immigrants and brown immigrants. So. But there's a lot of success stories that come out of there. It's not like everybody is plunged into the the business of drugs and blah, blah, blah. It is, at the end of the day, those success stories, like like it happens everywhere, you know, they mm-hmm. get to success, they become successful, and what's the first thing they do? I'm out, you know? Yep. It's yep. like the 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 kid from Harlem, the kid from Brooklyn, the kid from Queens, that once things start getting better for them, where they move, Long Island, <laughs> you, you know. Yes. And uh, but there are people who, for some reason, take a sense of pride in that neighborhood, and although they are doing bad things, selling drugs, killing people and the whole thing. They also become very protective of that neighborhood. And the the top boy is able to show you that. The story starts, for instance, with there's a code for everything, right? And it is almost, it's a moral code, no? Yes, definitely. 
there are territories, there are things that you don't do, and there are things that you, 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 you will do only because it is about survival, right? Yes. And so we see a young man who, for some reason, is back uh, in hiding in Jamaica because, you know, his life of crime led him to that. And that is the character played by Ashley Walters, uh, which is uh, Duchesne. So Duchesne is basically in hiding in Jamaica. Like if you want, if if you really, really want me, come back here and get me because that's not going to be easy. And his best friend, his foe and friend, if you will, um, which is played by uh, Kane Rodriguez is Sully, who is almost getting out of prison, almost getting to finishing a, uh, a, a sentence and going back out. Right. So one in one on one side of the of the Atlantic, right? <laughs> you've got uh, Duchesne that unintendedly got himself in trouble and has to go back to London. And right at the time that Sully was coming out. But there is a rising star. <laughs> and, you know, I was very divided watching this, Jocelyn, because I felt a lot of sympathy for the, for the young, young boys, for the newcomers. Mm-hmm. But I felt like they were sort of too disrespectful to the to the old schools. Yeah, and, very much so. And they weren't willing to pay respect. They weren't willing to pave their way, but rather to just take over and dominate. And I felt like that's way too disrespectful. You deserve what's coming to you. But again, I when when I looked at at you know the story of Jamie. In what he's done for his brothers, the way he's taking care of his family, I was rooting for the kid too. Yeah. So how did how did you feel about these two stories? Yeah, I um, it, when you hear the backstory of of Jamie and uh, and everything that is going on with him, you you want him you want him to be successful, even though it's with drugs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no shame in that. (laughs) You know, it's, 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 there's, you want him to, to get successful. You want him to be able to do what he's trying to do for his family. Um, and he's doing it the best way that he knows how. And I think that speaks a lot to the writers and to the actors to make you be and feel so much sympathy towards what has always been painted as a horrible person is a drug dealer. Yes. Yes. So I think that's a huge testament to the writing, the direction, the acting that, you know, you are able to see, they are able to show you drug dealers as human beings and not as quote unquote drug dealers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the, the story of these two, of these three brothers will, will break your heart, break. I, I was, there was a moment where Aaron is with his little girlfriend's family. And you can tell that these are the ones that moved to Long Island, right? Like, yes. <laughs> his girlfriend's family, you know, surgeon, dad is a surgeon, mom is something, something else. 
and very successful people. And this boy, all he has is his education and his politeness and his, his, as we say in, 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 in black households, his house training, <laughs> you know, and he's telling the story of, you know, how Jamie is, you know, became his legal guardian and why. And that was gut wrenching. Yes. This kid is absolutely good as an actor. Yes. And um, this is when you would like, if you felt any sort of animosity towards Jamie for his arrogance and his, his, his brashness, then you start, you start feeling a, a different way about him. But I feel like, as a matter of fact, when I started to, to, to sort of like, understand Jamie is that little meeting, that little reunion at the garden. Do you remember that? Do you remember that yeah. scene? Yeah. Man, that was something else. That was yeah. something else. And baby boy, of course, every time that kid was on, was on screen, I wanted to, <laughs> the, the youngest brother, um, I, I I wanted to like adopt him or something. <laughs> I I know. I felt the same way. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's such a little pest. From the moment he was on screen, I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> we will go over all of these actors in a minute because it's it's important to talk about the cast. I was very fascinated by the cast. And... Um, so then you have the reunion, of course, of Duchesne and later on the, re the reunion with, with, with Sully. And that's when the full war starts because the, the young kid is, is not listening to reason. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't want to, to come to an agreement. He doesn't want to respect territories he doesn't want to pay respect to the old uh, to the old old guard he just want to be the top boy yeah and of course the old guards weren't going to let let it go just like that they, they weren't going to 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 just to just take it and that's the way life is you know um there is in everything in everything, there is a lot of respect to be paid. There is a lot of um, recognition and acknowledgement that needs to go around when you want to keep things civil, right? If you're not willing to do that, then you know you should be you should be ready to deal with the consequences. That's about as far as I would like. <laughs> I think I I can go into the plot of of Top Boy, it is important to say also that loosely Top Boy is the continuation, if you will, of the first two series, the first two, the first two seasons, Summer House, but it reprises, you know, 10 years, le 10 years later, a sort of situation. Mm -hmm. So if you go back and watch Top Boy's Summer House, it will help you understand a little bit of the story, 
and you'll be familiar with some of of the characters with some of the the situations that will be that will arise in the new season but it's not necessarily entirely connecting does that make sense yeah it it does because i i didn't watch um summer house i i so i i only watched season one slash season three (laughs) um the netflix produced one so um I didn't feel lost in the sense of like, I don't understand what's happening or what story is going on. You know what I mean? And and like, I I didn't feel, I'm sure that watching summer house will flesh some things out for me, but at the same time, um, you know, for the viewers out there who who aren't sure what to start with, I don't think it really matters. Exactly. Um, You can start with either one that you want to. That's exactly right, because it, it, it really, I mean, there's going to be some references, but there are no central to to the story on the third or first season of Netflix for you to feel like, oh, I'm lost. I need to go back and watch this, because when I went back, so I went I, I went straight into Top Boy Netflix produced and and I, I didn't feel lost. I I just knew that some of the characters had been in the, in the previous seasons and I needed to to see what they were about because some of them at this point are just, are just either, you know, forefront or just have taken a backseat into the store, into the, the, the storyline. So I needed to know what they were about before. Right. But that's, right. that's, that's about it. Yeah. Um, there is a very interesting little character that I, I, I would like us to talk about before we go into the cast. It's at, Yes. The story of ads is is brutally honest and heartbreaking more than anything else I've seen. Because, and I think it, it touches home today, much in the way that I feel the situation in Ramsgate, the way, the way that, that, that kid died in this arson situation. But, you know, the story today is touching on two very latent realities that we are living, right? One is the rise in the overtness of racism and also the difficulty of being an, 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 an immigrant. So this is one story that I'd like for, for our listeners to listen to, to pay a lot of attention to how a kid that was living the most normal life under the, you know, given the circumstances. So the child of a single mother of an immigrant mother, but lives in a decent flat, goes to school every day, has clean clothes, has food, has, you know, a dependable Live, all of a sudden, all that goes to shit because of his mother's immigration status. So, again, that's that immigration part. And then you have the part where Jason and Sully are in a neighborhood that is that 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 racism and nationalism, anti-immigrant sentiment is rampant. And in the end, somebody loses their life because of it. Yes. So um, that's that's what this story deals with. Not, it's not only 
this time it's not only about the drug and the whole thing, but also it, 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 it sort of takes on some of the most pressing stories of, of our time. Yeah. And, and the, you know, just throws light on the fact that someone who is an immigrant and who has a job and who is a contributing member of society is, you know, thrown out of the country just because of paperwork or whatever. Um, and essentially the trickle down effect of what happens when the that happens yeah. when, when who is affected, who is affected is the children, the, the most vulnerable, the people who should be the most protected. Um, and there's no thought or forethought or, or, or anything put into the, what's going to happen to them. It's just, um, well, we need to get these people out of here because, you know, they're taking jobs away from people who would never do them anyway or, right. or, or something along those lines as opposed to let's make sure that, that this is a, a good situation for these children, that they're being cared for. This person has a job. They are a contributing member of society. Okay. All right. Let's get their paperwork. So whatever paperwork they need, let's get that for them as opposed to just, okay, everybody out. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's get into the cast. Let me ask you this, Josie. How many of those actors had you seen before? None. <laughs> In fact, if you if you want to know something, I recognized more actors in the first series than in this in this uh, Netflix released one. So, let's go about the the cast. So, as I mentioned before, Ashley Walters plays Duchesne, he is the man, right? And yes. Ashley Walters also is a rapper, and he 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 goes as a his rapper name is Asher D, right? And this guy has been around for a while because I, I don't know if you remember back in twenty two thousand five, I think, or two thousand six, I think it's two thousand five. Um, Fifty Cent had this movie called Get Get Rich or Die Trying or something like that? Yeah. Well, okay. Asher D was part of that movie. Okay. And uh, he's been in some, in some Hollywood stuff. Uh, although, obviously, he's, he's, he's a star in his own right everywhere in Britain. But also, he has some international uh, fame, mainly the U.S. and in and the rest of Europe. Kane Robinson plays Sully. There's something about Kane Robinson's face that is sort of like recognizable. Like he is the first one that I can like, I kept thinking, where do I know that guy from, right? Um, the guy that plays Sully. Doesn't, he, doesn't his face look awfully familiar yes. to you for some reason? He does, but I, I didn't know why. Yeah. Um, Sully, he, he, Kane Robinson, as I said, he, he goes as Kano. He's also a rapper. And um, Sean Romulus Dries is, is a fascinating character, the character of Dries to me, because he's like the most soft-spoken 
of all of them. Yeah, that thing is dangerous, man. <laughs> you don't want to cross him. Nope. <laughs> he's, nope. oh man, he's bad. He's violent. And, you know, you haven't seen him. You haven't seen him yet at his worst. Uh, Jocelyn, wait till you watch uh, Summer House. <laughs> Tris is bad, man. <laughs> <laughs> Tris is insane. Um, and so you have uh, Serafina Be as Farah. You have Kadim Ranzi as uh, Kit. Ashley Thomas as Jermaine. Jermaine is a fascinating character too. Because he's got this beef with his cousin, Sully. And he's, he's got his hand. I think he's the only one that is actually play both, playing both sides. In that he is completely inserted into society as a, as a sports agent. And, you know, has, lives that life. And, you know, wears the expensive suits and has expensive car. But he's gangster as fuck. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so you will you will know a bit more about uh, Jermaine. There is another rapper. This time a female, who is the uh, woman that plays Shelly, the lady that takes care of Duchesne's mother. Uh, she is known as Little Sims. Little Sims. Um. She is a rapper. And then you've got Michael Ward, who plays Jamie. This kid is going to be a star. <laughs> I agree with that. Yes. He, he's good. He is. He, he was is. born to play this character right there. Yes. Yes. And you have Hope Ikpoku Jr., who plays Aaron. Um... And then one of my favorite characters there is uh, the one played by Jasmine Jobson as Jack. She she kicked her sister's ass. <laughs> yes, she. <laughs> Jack is bad. <laughs> yeah, you don't mess with her. Oh my goodness, that's 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 awesome. Yeah. Uh, there were a couple of recurring characters, so. These are the, one, the some of the characters that you are going to see on Summer House that made some appearances on on this Netflix produced one. So you are going to see the kid that plays Jem. His name is Giacomo Mancini. So he's the the white sort of the white kid that Sully meets with in Ramsgate. Okay. Gotcha. With Jason. And then he was like, sort of like mad at him because he got Jason kind of hooked on drugs and stuff. Yes. So Giacomo Mancini was on the series he, 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 and he makes appearances obviously there. And, uh, of course you have the kid that plays Jason. Ricky smarts. Ricky smarts. That's right. That's right. That he, he obviously he, he he it doesn't end well for him, but he is back in the show. <laughs> um, somehow, I mean, uh, Top Boy ended 
in a way that clearly sent a message that, you know, the second season is going to be phenomenal, isn't it? Yeah. Because we discover some things there that they waited the very last minute. <laughs> yeah? Yes. And I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> I mean, seriously, I was like, boom, that right there is something else. But I'm already, I'm already waiting for the second season. Hopefully Netflix is going to stay with it, you know, because you never know with Netflix again. Again, you never know with them, but yeah. hopefully. Um, so what, how would you rate uh, this series? Enjoyable? Good? What, what, what is your opinion? Um, I think... I think depending on how you feel about the genre, it's it's must watch. You know, if you enjoyed The Wire or if you enjoy any other TV shows that are, are like that, then this is right up there with them. Um, so I would I would call it must watch TV for someone who enjoys that genre. Um, if you're not a big fan of that genre, I think it would you would still find it enjoyable. You might have to turn on the captions like I did too. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's amazing, especially because... for the Jamaican parts. I have to say, for the Jamaican parts, because I, I, I was, I was, thank God for captioning. <laughs> but like, you know what's amazing about it is that there is also a, a very nice blending of American slang and British yes. slangs, like. Yes. Like London British slang. Yes. And sometimes it, you would, you, you knew that, you know, they, they were being faithful to the accent, but also they used a lot of terminology that are mainly very American, especially, especially in hip hop culture. Because if yes. you notice, for instance, when uh, Duchesne talks, he says things like, bro. Whereas the rest of them say brav. Yes. You know? Yes. And I did notice that. I was like, eh, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> they, use, they use a lot of yo, you know. But I couldn't get over the whole food thing, man. The food thing was like just every time they referred to drugs as food, that shit was killing me. I was like, food? <laughs> it's a smart way of calling it, though. <laughs> it, it was very smart. It was very smart. I just, the first time I was like, what the fuck are they talking about? I know it's not food, but wait, what? <laughs> food is good. Food is uh, yeah. good. I had to get in the groove of it. and once, But once I was in the groove, I, I was all wrapped up in it and, and kept going, so... I'll definitely be watching Summer House. Yeah. So again, watch Top Boy first and then go ahead and watch Summer House because, you know, in that order, there's nothing you're missing. Mm -mm. And it is absolutely refreshing when you go back and see how the show started versus how it is now. And you'll see it is definitely a much better show. Thanks uh, to Ronan Bennett who agreed to come back and do this. I think, I think the fact that the actors came back, the original actors is a great thing. I But do too. We've seen a lot of reprise of shows where the entire original cast comes back, but just because the writer said, Nope, I'm done with it. 
it's never the same, right? Yeah, right, right. And this time, you know, the fact that Ronan Bennett came back for a few episodes, but I think he guided the show into the right direction. And it, I, I think it can only get better from here, isn't it? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. I agree. So, so again, hopefully they give it a chance. Yeah, I, I think I, I think it's going to be, you know. Yeah. I think it's going to be. I'm, I'm a bit worried about the fact that still I feel like for a show that is so good and that anyone who's seen it has compared it to The Wire, yet I don't feel like it's one of the most popular shows, at least in my circle, with people that I talk about every day. I talk with every day. But I have read that it's one of the most watched shows on Netflix right now. Okay. Um, well, that's good. You know. Yeah, so, no, I I hadn't heard anything about it. And like I said, it didn't come up in my list of recommendations, which is odd. And I hadn't seen any news about it or anything until you mentioned it. So um, I don't know. My algorithms are off or something. Well, I, I think there's another thing, too, and is that it seems to me that with series, we have become a bit too literal <laughs> and we expect that everything that we need to know about the show should be in the name, in the, in the title, right? True. Like, you know, Breaking Bad, you know, okay, so yeah, that guy, Breaking Bad, you know, we don't. We didn't know what Breaking Bad meant exactly, but we knew that it, it clearly had something to do with someone who is turning it into being about that life without having been in, in that life. Yeah, it was intriguing. Right. Whereas Top Boy is not a terminology that we use, so it feels yes. like it might be something that Americans struggle to understand until they realize what it is all about, which is, you know, being the top dog, you know, you know, in, in fact, if they had agreed maybe to change it from top boy to top dog, probably it would be, it would have been more catchy or whatever. Cause I, I feel like what, what might be, uh, you know, preventing it from being a very recognized show is that the name Top Boy. You know, I can, I, yeah, I can agree with that because I, 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 I mean, Top Boy doesn't mean anything to me, honestly. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 and it doesn't really conjure up anything good either, or or anything that I'm like, oh, I want to watch that. It kind of <laughs> is like that sounds icky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I know exactly what you're talking about, and but I, I hope people start to recognize the terminology and the what it means, what it stands for, and you know this, this will become. I mean, at the end of the day, um, there was a time where you know no one understood what House of Cards was all about, you True. know, because True. again, House of Cards was. Originally, a House of Cards was originally a British show, and then House of Cards became a household name here. So, yeah, hopefully that's what happens with with Top Boy. Yeah, hopefully so. So, again, we have a short show today. <laughs> <laughs> we have a short show today, unless you've got something else to add. So, uh, I don't I think, think so. That's it for me. Yeah, I think that's it for me too. Yeah. Um, 
Very enjoyable show. Watch it. Tell us what you think. And when I say tell us what you think, I mean, I mean it, though. I mean, come on, people. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. Some things we must get, we must get wrong. Like, nobody ever come back and say, hey, man, I think y'all was wrong. Why? Johnson, are we this good? We're that good. <laughs> That's what it is. We are that good. People will listen to us and they're like, oh, well, you know what? Graham and Jocelyn said it, so it must be true. It must be true. Don't be yeah. believing us like that. Watch it, though. Yeah. I got the good housekeeping seal of approval. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe that there's still a magazine that called, that's called that. Good I know, me too. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, whatever, man. Whatever make them sell. Uh, yeah. All right, then. So, folks, remember to catch us, you know, wherever you get your podcast, right? So, if you listen to us on Apple Podcast. Apple Podcast, of course, give us a rating. Tell people what you think about us. Um, thank you to all 15 people that have rated us because none of you have gone below five, uh, five awesome. stars. And thank, thank you, you everybody. That. Thank you so much. And uh, you, if you haven't done so, just please go ahead. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, if you listen to us on Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast, you can rate us. You can rate us because that will help us get onto, uh, you know, some lists and more people will listen, right? You can yep, follow us right. also on Instagram, kicking and swimming podcast underscore podcast, right? And you can find Jocelyn on Instagram as Jocelyn Podcast. That's me. Did I have to whisper that one too? Yeah, sure, why not? So, podcast. <laughs> and me, you will find me as Mr. Puzzetta on Instagram and also as Mr. Puzzetta on the Twitter. So that's M R P U Z Z E T T A. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What? I'm going to go ahead and say goodbye now, Jocelyn. Goodbye. You go ahead and take care now. Aw, you too. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thanks.